Hey girl, hey! It's Shelby. Welcome back to the channel. If this is your first time here, I am Shelby. I'm the writer behind Shelby.com. I'm also the owner of Shelby Christian Stationery. And of course, we are here for another episode of the Dare Bow Believer podcast. So let's just hop right into it. I'm actually going to start off today's episode a little different than I normally do. So just bear with me um, as I play some audio from my car right home. Today we are going to be talking about the living water and how we will never be thirsty again. And specifically our focus today is going to be the Samaria woman. But my verse that I really want to read today is John chapter 4 verse 13. Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will, will be thirsty again. And then verse 14, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Now, if you go to John chapter 7, verse 38 to 39, it goes into what the living water is. So I'm going to read it. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as, uh, I'm sorry, for as yet the spirit had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So the living water, the eternal water, that gift was the Holy Spirit, which is in each and every one of us. We just talked about this in um, our episode. Well, it, it, it's not really just talked about because it was last <laughs> last season. But we talked about this in the episode of Moses um, and talked about the importance of the Holy Spirit and how it leads and guides us. So I was driving home and on Wednesday. Today's Friday. And I was just thinking about my past right I, I, I do this sometimes I just kind of go down rabbit holes I, I do this all the time I'm always going down some rabbit hole that's just my brain anyways so I was thinking about really primarily college days because in college I was very much so into the nightlife um, I, I went to school in downtown Atlanta for the majority of my college days um, to give you a point of reference if you can imagine but anyway so I was very much so into nightlife binge drinking um, very much so promiscuous like you could stand me next to somebody I slept with in college and I would not would not know their name would not recognize their face child we could be sitting next to each other and anywhere uh throughout <laughs> throughout the city of atlanta and i would be like i don't know him i don't know i don't know he don't look familiar to me uh quite literally i don't know his name i don't know i don't know i don't know so this is not to say like i am so proud of that moment because to be sitting here talking about it is not really the funnest thing <laughs> but god told me it how important it is for me to be vulnerable and transparent about my past because I don't want people to see me Bible studying me sharing verses and think that I haven't been through some stuff because I've been through some stuff so just like you know just like everybody else just like you I have a past and you know it ain't sweet clean you know just just saying but nonetheless I'm, I wanted to share this because I know that there are women there are girls 
also right not just women because let's be clear I was doing this when I was a girl as well before I was grown enough to understand what I was doing um, there are girls and women out there just like me who will one day meet and get to know Jesus like they you know they will be redeemed they will choose to give their life to Christ and I want them to know that they can do that no matter what they did in their past so this is literally I know you may not be that person right like you might <laughs> you you might already be walking in your faith journey and giving that up but I know that you probably do have women in your life girls in your life who are that young woman right now who is promiscuous, who is experimenting with drugs, who is making choices that don't glorify God, who is maybe not learned or know, does not know about God, or maybe they know, but they just don't want to do that right now, right? Like they've decided that's not the path that they want to take. And I want to encourage you to really share this episode with them today. Because I think it's so important for us to encourage them in not a pushy way, right? <laughs> in a loving way to say, look, baby you are not alone you are not like my mother-in-law told me you are not the first one to go through this okay so so don't get to thinking that you are the only one because you're not we we all got past and let's let's never allow God's goodness in our life right now to make us forget about the importance of sharing what he brought us through and that's one of the things that I feel like I'm walking in right now with God is like yeah, I, he, I have been so good and so faithful to you, but what about all the craziness that you did before? <laughs> you know, like, let's talk about that because that's going to bring me glory too. So, you know, my city girl, high girl phase is way old from, from you know, the, the girls <laughs> that are going through this right now, right? But, um, so in 2006 to pretty much, I'd say 2013, I was in school because I went to, um, school to get my master's right after I finished my bachelor's so a very long time in school so I was out there <laughs> I, I was out there I was having me a good old time but even when I was out there clubbing drinking being promiscuous you know doing doing things all the things <laughs> I always there was always something in me that just made me feel like you know what I really shouldn't be doing this I think this is not right but I really don't know what else to do and there's something that's just not there you know there's something that's empty there's something that's missing there's something that that I desire to have more of and this seems like it's a good fit for it so I'm gonna I'm fill myself up with this and and this became the promiscuity and the binge drinking right because I, I have kind of not kind of I have like social anxiety so it's very hard for me to be like with a bunch of people all the time like I that don't really do too well for me so the binge drinking really came in pop play there because I really had to do it in order to be comfortable with being around people like all the time like that um quite literally and I recognize that in myself now right because you know when you kind of grow and you become a little bit more self-aware you can learn those different things and see kind of the different things from a different perspective right but anyways um so the binge drinking really helped me to be able like to be able to put myself out there and be social um but i would say even if i even if i was not binge drinking i still probably would have been being promiscuous because at the end of the day there was an emptiness there my parents divorced when i was like six or seven 
Um, and so when they divorced, my dad and I, we just completely lost touch and we didn't speak again until I was graduating high school. So you're talking like 10 plus years of, of not having a dad in the picture, not having a relationship with him, not even knowing if he was alive, right? So um, there was always that emptiness there, that, that wanting that acceptance from men, which is why I say I don't think the binge drinking was the reason for the promiscuity. I think that would have that would have always taken part because I was always looking for that acceptance and that love from men. And my ride home, <laughs> it was like, God was just like, no, you, you were trying to fill a hole. You were trying to fill yourself with something that only I could fill, that only my Holy Spirit could fill, that only my love could fill, that only my forgiveness, my kindness, my mercy could fill. And that's what I wanted to make sure that anybody who is going through something and filling themselves with something like drugs, promiscuity, um, alcohol, you know, whatever it is, whatever your vice has become, um, maybe, maybe it's a toxic relationship because I mean, Lord knows there's been plenty of those uh, for me as well. But whatever it is that you're filling yourself with, that you know it means you know good you know deep down in your heart like you really don't want to do this but you you know you you're missing something i want you to know that you are not alone you are not the first one to go through this you will not be the last one to go through this and i want you to know that even in your darkest of hours your darkest of days god loves you jesus loves you he gave his life for someone just like you quite literally and there is there's no too far there's nothing you can do that's so bad that he won't forgive you and don't let shame don't let religious people don't let anybody allow you to think that you have been separated from the love of God like God's love and his his um affection for us is it's that deep, it's that strong to where no matter what we do, no matter how far astray we may go, we're never too far away from his redemption. His hand is always reaching out for us. That tugging you feel, because that's how I, I described it when I came back, like I realized that that was God like tugging at me, me wanting to randomly go to church or me wanting to buy a Bible, even though I knew I had no clue how I was going to figure out how to read and understand the Bible. I had, I had no clue there was other versions of the Bible outside of King James, but that's another story for another day, right? Um, so just like the random things that I would do throughout, throughout the process of clubbing and binge drinking, like I would randomly go to church. Literally, I would just randomly go to church. It, no rhyme or reason. No one would go with me. Like, I just would go um, sometimes. And or I would just watch a sermon sometimes. And I realize now that, like, that's the Holy Spirit that was just tugging, tugging at me. And, like, girl, he is still here. He doesn't care about what you did last night, yesterday, the day before. Like, he still loves you and cares about you. And he wants you to come home to him. He wants you to come back to him. Um, and it's just so important that you recognize that. And I think the Samaria woman is, she Samaritan woman is the perfect example of, of all of that, of all of, all of the brokenness. And Jesus is literally telling her, I am the living water. 
you know like if you drink from me you will never thirst again and he t he tells her even in these verses um about he talks about her having you know multiple husbands look on um, verse 18 he says for you have had five husbands and the one you now have is not your husband what you have said is true she knows that like in that moment she recognizes that jesus is a prophet and there's no other way that like he could have known this if he wasn't a prophet but she also recognizes in this moment that he's telling her like I, I see you have a past. I know that things have been tough for you, but I still love you anyways. Like literally, I still, I still love you and you're still ours. You're still mine anyways. And so I, I just want to make sure that I take the, the opportunity that God has given me in this platform that God has given me to say the same thing to you that Jesus said to the woman at the well. Like, you are loved. You are loved and you are worthy and you are redeemed and you are forgiven. And don't let anybody, anything, any choice make you think that you are not. All right. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to cry. So y'all just forgive me in advance. Um, we all have past and, and nobody is perfect. And I feel like sometimes in the day to day of just wanting to glorify God that it's it's easy to make it look like this walk with him is easy. Like I didn't go through some things. <laughs> like I'm not still going through some things because I am, okay? <laughs> so I'm trying to just be better about saying that, about sharing that, about not being, uh, it's never about really being afraid, but I try not to make it about me, but I realize sometimes you, you have to talk about you and the things that God has brought you through so that other people who are, maybe on the cusp of changing their lives can know that they're not alone or even people who have changed their lives who just need the reminder that like no god still loves me you know because <laughs> sometimes you do just need that reminder but i am going to close out this today's episode i really hope that i've said something today that struck a chord with you that struck a nerve with you and more than anything i hope that you will share this video this um podcast episode with someone in your life who you know needs to hear this word of encouragement who you know just needs that extra little push that extra little virtual hug i hope that you will take a minute and just share this with them but um let's close out this thing with a uh prayer dear heavenly father thank you thank you so much for your goodness for your mercy for your grace Thank you for, for the gift of salvation and redemption for you found us all when we were broken hot messes and you loved us anyways. You gave yourself for us on the cross despite our sins, despite our hatefulness and you loved us and you welcomed us home anyways and so we just thank you Jesus. We thank you for your blood that was shed on the cross for us and we just love you so much. <laughs> we just love you so much. Um, and we just we just pray that your name would be glorified throughout this world. And Father God, I just pray that for each and every woman under the sound of my voice, that they would not only be filled with your Holy Spirit, but they would know the love and the kindness and the gift of your grace, Father God, and that they would never allow themselves to forget that they cannot be separated from that love, Father God. For you are a constant and unchanging God. 
And Lord, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We cannot thank you enough. For there is nothing that we do or have done or can do for the gift of your grace. But you give it to us willingly and freely. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. All right. Beautiful women of God, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, be blessed, stay safe, until next time. Bye! Um, this is a different one for me. I am a planner. Like, if you can't tell with the planner that I have, like, see my to-do list is up there. I have to-do lists here, they're everywhere. I'm a planner. So for me to sit here and try to do this episode and not have a card in front of me, not have notes in front of me, was so hard but I prayed before I did this episode because I knew that I needed to say this and I was just like Lord just please give me the words Holy Spirit please just be with me and give me the words that will encourage people and I pray that today's episode did that um this is not a, a pity party for past me <laughs> this, this is not to make you feel bad for for anything that you are going to through or have went through this is simply to say to you that you are loved. Um, if you have not already, make sure you hit the subscribe button. If if, if you haven't, what you waiting for? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> so make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit like. Drop a comment below. Um, for sure, drop a comment below. You won't have to share all your business and put all your redemption stories out there. But if nothing else, just put, I have been redeemed. All right? Let me know you made it to the end of this episode by putting, I have been redeemed. All right. Until next time, you guys, be blessed, stay safe.